Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It doesn't seem real uh, right now. Um, you know, we, we, we traded Patrick Kane, but really excited for him to get a chance to play for the Rangers, play at Madison Square Garden with... Uh, with a really good team, and and we're looking forward to watching them uh, compete with uh, with New York. <laughs> Molly, Molly, and Haw. David once again shrugs and throws his hands up, hearing Kyle Davidson excited oh, to have uh, gotten rid of Kaner. Uh, what a delight to welcome in Eddie Olchek. He is a longtime friend of the program and a, an all-around great man, one of God's great men. And he joins us now, as all guests do, on the Score Hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Eddie, good morning. How are you? Well, I guess uh, I guess uh, deep karma. Maybe I should take a stroll down to, uh, to Circa now. I'm actually uh, in Vegas. I did uh, for TNT last night. I was here doing the Golden Knights and the Carolina Hurricanes. So uh, karma is everything. So great to be with you, Molly and David. Always uh, great to hear your voices. That's if you still have any energy left after last night, Eddie. I'm sure that you had a little bit of a, a post-game yeah. uh, ritual that yeah, you followed. Yeah, well, I guess I'd like to, I'd like to say that I'm, I'm just getting in, but uh, that's those days. <laughs> Those days are long gone. <laughs> I need toothpicks uh, when I'm doing these late games out west to make sure I keep my eyelids open. So it's great to be with you, boys, and thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Always a delight for us. And, and Eddie, I mean, who better to talk to about whether Patrick Kane can go to the Rangers and win a Stanley Cup than a man, <laughs> than a man who pulled off the feet? What, uh, yeah. what was your take, first of all, on seeing Kane or traded? Yeah. Well, one of the things that uh, when I ran into Kaner in, uh, in Dallas, uh, which happened to be uh, his last game uh, as a Hawk, uh, we, we did that game nationally. I know the game was blocked out at home uh, back in Chicago, so I had a chance to, uh, you know, to, to visit with Kaner on, uh, you know, a week ago, so eight days ago, and, uh, you know, I mean, we've always talked over the years, obviously, and Kaner such a historian uh, of the game and, and very respectful of the players that have come before and, and knowing and developing relationships. So, you know, knowing the big apple uh, like I do and having been there and, you know, being able to be a very small part of a team that won a championship after waiting uh, half the time it took the Cubs uh, to win a world series. It was only 54 years in New York that they had to wait from <laughs> 1940 to 94, but, um, I mean, I, I guess I wasn't surprised, but, you know, I think it's it's always emotional depending on, 
you know, how your tie is and is whether it's a fan or, you know, a member of the organization or, you know, a broadcaster. Because he's obviously meant so much to the team, the game of hockey, not only at home in Chicago, but, you know, uh, you know, worldwide. And um, But I think when you look at it, um, he had his choice. It was his call. And considering how everything has gone, you know, on the ice and then the team doing what they, you know, that they needed to do is to get into a full-blown rebuild, uh, you know, Kaner could dictate and then it was up to the Hawks to, to make the move and regardless what was on the table. So I know there's a lot there, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him because it's where he wanted to go. And look at the, do I, do I think that he, uh, you know, ultimately did I ever think, did he ever think that he was going to end up leaving the Blackhawks? Probably not. I mean, when you look at, uh, you know, how everything had gone over his amazing career and, you know, the last couple of years, obviously have been very challenging, but, um, you know, he decided that, hey, he wanted to get a chance to win, and the Hawks uh, accommodated him, and, and you turn a page. But uh, it was an incredible run, and uh, I'm happy for him. And, you know, and the Hawks got some assets back and um, and see, you know, how those things end up turning out, you know, somewhere down the road. So going to New York, obviously reunited uh, with the bread man, and uh, I'm sure they're going to be uh, pretty jacked up tonight. So, uh it's going to be uh, Madison Square Garden. I'm sure will be. I'm sure will be up for grabs tonight. Eddie, you know Chicago sports, and you know Patrick Kane's role in the last 25 years. I think he's been the most accomplished athlete since Michael Jordan left town. And yeah. still, in those last few games with the Hawks, reminded us just how elite he can be at yeah. times. The question yeah. is, as he as he joins Panarin on that line, as it appears, as he goes to the Rangers. How much does he have left? How long do you think Patrick Kane will play, and do you think that he could return to Chicago? Uh, the latter, I'm not sure. Uh, for him, you know, I, I think he's got three or four solid years left in him. I really do. Now, you know, Kane, in his whole hockey career, his whole hockey life, he's always been the guy. But for most guys, when they get a little bit older, um, they need to have some support. They need to have other difference makers along to help carry the load. And if if Kaner can be in a situation, again, this is my thought, he if he can be in a situation where he can play along some guys that, you know, can carry the freight for him and, and, and – uh, and, and help him along. There's no doubt in my mind that I think he can play another three or four years and be, and to be a point a game guy. So to get 82 points, because he's going to play the power play, you know, he's going to play in the key situations. He's going to play in overtime. He's, he's an, an extremely um, well-conditioned athlete. He's been relatively healthy. I know there's lots of rumors and speculation about what's going on. Um, you know, with, with a leg injury of some sort. But, uh, you know, I, that's what I feel, David. I, I feel that, you know, that, that he can play another three or four years. And, um, you know, where that is after, you know, he, he gets to New York and, and, and see how the, how everything goes. But, you know, cap and financials and all that plays, uh, you know, a big decision into it. So um, we'll, we'll see how that all kind of plays out. But, uh, 
Um, it'll be really interesting uh, banter here as, as, as the hockey season now goes on and he's in New York and then when he eventually does get to uh, he eventually does get to free agency. What's it like playing in New York? You know, we know we've all been to New York. We've all been to that mm-hmm. building. Uh, it yeah. is, it's an extraordinary place. There's an energy that comes yeah. just when you get off the airplane, just by walking down yeah. the street. For yeah. Sake. Yeah. But what, what is that like for a hockey player? Yeah. Well, look, for me, there was nothing like playing at the stadium or at the United Center because obviously I'm proud and born and bred of, you know, being a Chicago guy and living and dying with the Blackhawks as I did and as I do, and uh, I always will. Um, And then getting that chance to play in my hometown. So, you know, there's really nothing, uh, Molly, that ever, at least for me, compared to living that. But, you know, there is that – there is that energy and excitement uh, in New York and having played there three years and then, you know, obviously being a small part of the team that won a championship was pretty, uh, you know, was, was, was pretty crazy. Uh, there just seems to be that, uh, like that's the only thing going on in town when you, when you go to Madison Square Garden. Um, it just seems like the whole city is just rushing. I mean, the city's always rushing, but it just seems like everybody's funneling into Madison Square Garden. Now, I know people have been there in the last, uh, I'll say, 10 years, but um, it is really, I mean, it has really changed. Like, it, 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 just the, the structure and everything that's going on around Madison Square Garden has really changed. So it's, it's a much different-looking building, but when you do go on the inside, uh, it's uh, it's a pretty awesome experience. And uh, when you are playing for the home team, it's, uh, it's pretty special. So it's... Um, just one of those things where I think a lot of players, you know, really enjoyed going there and, and playing games there because it does seem like it's the only thing going on in town. All right, Eddie. So from Madison Avenue back to Madison Street here in Chicago, <laughs> and, and you know, you know what I'm going to ask. It, 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 the last year has been tough. I mean, you're getting through with the Blackhawk fans, the scandal, and then you move ahead, and then Pat and Eddie are gone. Okay, and then Debrinket and Kirby Doc, and now Kaner. It's hard to be a Hawks fan, Eddie. How would you suggest the the team, the front office, the ownership, Rocky, whoever, tries to win back some of the fans they've lost because it has been mm-hmm. difficult being a Hawks fan, seeing all of the reasons you love the team walk out the door? Yeah. Well, look, I, I think you have to, you, you know, you have to trust that the decisions that are are being made. And look at it. I'm more like I'm more talking about just the hockey decisions here. Okay, let's just make this perfectly clear. The understanding is that you know, knowing where they were, uh, you know, where they are, and and where they're trying to get to. And you know, it's it's been well documented about you know, look at you know, we we've got to turn the page. It's a rebuild, um, and and move forward from there. Dave. Um, but uh, it's been a tough stretch. There's, there's, there's no doubt about it. And you can have, you know, fans can have their feelings for a lot of different reasons, but you have to trust in the direction that they're going and, and understanding that, you know, look, you probably missed an opportunity to start this rebuild a couple of years ago, you know, and, you know, you, you might be a little bit more farther ahead there, but look, you, you got to play the hand that's dealt regardless, right? I mean, we're all playing different hands and just sometimes decisions are made and 
then you have to move on. So um, I, I, I hope that they can get it turned around here. Look, it's going to take some time as far as the, the product and, and, and the team moving forward. But, um, you know, that's just kind of the, the, the way that it is. And, um, you know, considering where this, where this team has been and knowing how great and how awesome it can be, uh, you know, for the Blackhawks and the organization in the city. And, uh, you know, I know it's been tough here, but got to stay with it and, and, and just hope that, uh, you know, it can turn around. And, and uh, with, with the assets that Kyle has, has been able to bring in on all the different moves. And um, so, yeah, I, I know it's, it's been very emotional. And I know having been right in the middle of it being, you know, very emotional for, for me and my family. But, um, you know, it's just uh, – it's sports, it's life, and, uh, you know, you got to just keep your head up and keep forging ahead. Eddie, it's, you know, I think the problem maybe for some of us looking at this is that so, I mean, you know, the Caner trade, I, I know it was inevitable. I knew yes. that we were talking about it all year long. Nonetheless, when it happened, there was like a sense of shock, like what? It's just, yeah, right. It's just right. shocking, even though it happened yeah. and you knew it was coming. But I think that with all these draft picks, I get it. The rebuild. I understand what they're doing. I, you know, we'll see if they get Connor Bedard. I'm supposed to care about that. He might actually come in and play right away. But most of mm-hmm. the time, with a draft, yes. and they're loaded yes. for a couple of years, that's two or three years down the line, earliest, right? right? So, yeah. so how? I mean, I don't even know how you sell the idea. But, that- but, 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 Molly, let me let me interrupt you. I mean, you make a, you make a great point. I look at, I, I get it. Look at, and I look, look at, I just. I guess full disclosure. Like I lived this when I was coaching in Pittsburgh, some geez, going on twenty years ago, which I can't even believe. But you know, we were we were in a major rebuild, and and I happened to be the spokesperson for the team because our general manager Craig Patrick, you know, he really didn't want to be the guy, and and that was one of the reasons why I got the job was to be able to to talk to the fans in Pittsburgh and, and sell hope. Like that was part of my gig. And I lived it. Like, we hit rock bottom, too. Like, we said, okay, well, we're going to prepare for the draft. But, but where, I, where I interrupted you, Molly, and I'm sorry, is that I think that when, you, when you do get so many picks, is you do have the ability. And, again, I'm just talking as a hockey guy. I'm not, you know, whatever Kyle and the staff are going to do there is, you know, they're going to do. But like, you do have the ability here with all of the assets is to flip a lot of these assets for top prospects, ready to go prospects that are, you know, uh, are, are rated in the top NHL, you know, ready to go draft picks. You, you could flip a lot of these draft picks for guys that are ready to go whenever the clock starts. Um, get ready made prospects for other trades that are going to happen or whatever. So I, I think that you're right. When you do have draft picks, for the most part, 90 percent of them aren't going to be in the NHL for three years. And then fans will sit there and go, well, look what's happened here the last six years. And I know the bubble is what, what the bubble was. Okay. But let's take that out of it a couple of years ago, but you know, it's been a battle and now you start looking ahead and going, okay, now all of a sudden you start adding to that six years, but you do have that ability with a lot of these picks you're getting is to be able to, expedite whenever that is whenever the green light goes uh, for the hawks then you're able to go ahead and and, and uh start seeing some of these players and then uh you know turning those picks into you know to national hockey players and then obviously 
it's up to them. So no guarantees. Obviously, it doesn't matter, right? Like, it doesn't matter, uh, you know, where you're picking or whatever. It's like, for the most part, you're right. There's very few guys that can come in like Kaner, um, you know, Johnny to a certain extent because he did have a year of college hockey and then eventually come. But, um, you know, counting on guys that are, you know, 19, 20 years old. Uh, and then again, one of the most important things, and, and we tried it in Pittsburgh, was or, or understood in Pittsburgh, figure out who and what you guys are before the rest of the National Hockey League does. And then you have to surround them with incredible veteran guys that aren't on self-led agendas. It's got to be about who can help mentor and help protect the young players that are going to be learning in, in a really tough league to play as a, is a, is a young player. So, um, but I think that's, that to me is, is, is really key because when you do have cap space and you do have assets and more times than not, it, the assets that are there now are going to be draft picks. Then you're able to go ahead and, and, and be open for business with pretty much anybody in the national hockey league. Eddie, do you think Jonathan Tays plays again? It's unfortunate that he's sitting out the rest of the season, presumably yeah. with the illness. A lot of mystery surrounding his future. I just wonder what you thought knowing him as well yeah. as you do in, in the situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I obviously have communicated with Johnny, and uh, you know, I, I wish him well, and it's most importantly, and, and obviously getting through um, my own you know, health issues here over the years. Um, he just, you just hope that he's, he's uh, you know, he's at peace and he's, he's feeling okay. And, and he can, uh, you know, he can just uh, be comfortable. And uh, I, I'm not sure David to answer your question. I, I'm not sure if, if, if that's in the cards or not, but uh, especially with those two guys, um, you know, for Kaner and for Johnny, uh, for me, again, relationship is, is, is a little different just from the aspect of, being there so long and, and being a former Hawk is that, you know, is, is if, if those guys are good, um, then I'm smiling too. And I'm just hoping for Johnny just for him to, to get healthy and get peace of mind here and, and look at if he, if he can, I think we would, we would all love it to see him in that sweater uh, again. But I think for all of us that uh, we, we just want to make sure that he's, uh, you know, he's feeling good and, and he's at peace and, uh, and whatever happens, happens moving forward. Uh, Eddie, do you plan on watching this game tonight with Kaner? I mean, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, without without any hesitation. I mean, just to see, you know, I mean, look, it, it is going to be, uh, it is going to be different because um, when you've seen him in, you know, the best sweater in, in all of professional sports for so many years and so many days and just associating him with, you know, the red, white, and black. Um, and then now he's going to be put on, putting on the red, white, and blue. Uh, it is going to be, but I, just, I would probably, it's going to take you back when you see uh, 88 and 72 on the ice. They happen to be wearing Ranger sweaters. <laughs> probably, gonna, probably, you know, I would imagine, and knowing knowing our home as well as I do, I would imagine uh, there'll be, you know, there'll probably be a little bit of grumbling going on when people are watching them wear the Ranger sweaters instead of the Blackhawk sweaters. But 
that's for uh, that's for another day. But yeah, absolutely, I'm going to be. Uh, I will be tuned in and uh, knowing Kaner, um I just I got this feeling he's going to have a game and a half tonight, and he's going to be all lathered up and ready to go. And um, you know, hey, this is where he wanted to go, and Kyle made it happen. The team made it happen, and. And we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it all works out. Look at look at like the Eastern Conference. For people that may not know, like the Eastern Conference is um, it is a gauntlet. Like it is going to be a challenge and a half for any team. You know, the Bruins are the best team. Now they've t- come up with some big injuries here recently, but it, it's like there are no guarantees. Like you know, it's it's going to be tough. And it looks like right now that the Rangers are going to be on a collision course. But there are rivals across the river, so um, the Devils, and uh, that's going to be one, you know, it's going to be one hell of a playoff for sure. Great stuff, Eddie. Eddie, you're the best. Great catching up with you. We love you dearly and, and hope you're well and the family's good. And we miss you. We I miss you. Miss yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, I love you too. I miss, I miss you guys and I miss home. But uh, it's always great to chat with you. Keep up the great work. And, uh, you know, Molly, we're – yeah, last time I checked, we are uh, we are approaching uh, just about sixty some days away from the first Saturday in May. I know. You guys will find five minutes for me to try. To oh, we will. Maybe, oh, uh, yeah. Maybe get our maybe get our maybe get our beaks a little wetter there uh, in the first Saturday. <laughs> I love it, Eddie. You're the best. Take care, okay, guys. So Great. Thanks for having All me. Right. That is Eddie Olchek. Oh man, can't wait for Derby talk. Not that far away. No. Dustin's already ready. Great to talk yeah. to Eddie O. Eddie's great perspective great. on yeah. the Kane trade and everything else. Doing a terrific job for the Kraken, who, by the way, are a playoff team in the Western Conference. And uh, and we got some breaking news uh, hitting at you. According to Rap Sheet, Jalen Carter back at the Combine, going to finish his interviews, measurements, and other activities. That surprises me. We'll talk about that when we come back. Mullion Hall on the score. Welcome back. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Interesting. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm surprised Jalen Carter's returning to Indy, and I am because of what I said prior to our conversation with Eddie Olchek when we were talking about the Jalen Carter yeah. arrest yeah. And, and the charges. Lay low. I, I think he would benefit from laying low. I'm surprised he's getting this advice. Let me ask something. Is he So he's going there, and he's going to talk to teams, and he's going to do whatever – you know, he's going to get measured. He's going to lift a house over his head. Do you imagine that he'll talk to the media? He was scheduled to go yesterday. Is that canceled still? Would teams want him to do that? Would there be any benefit from him uh, going into a, a live news conference? You, you asking me the, the reporter uh, talk show host, or are you asking me the well, the counsel to Jalen Carter whose advice listen, he would I'd pay, love to hear be from paying the guy. for? I would love to hear from the guy. Yeah, I, I don't think he should, though. Yeah. If I were giving him advice, I would not put him in front of a microphone. Yeah. There are too many, yeah. too many Take questions that he can't lying. answer. Right. Let's not lie today. You, you, he's too erratic. Mm. I don't care how mature you think he is. He's being accused of lying to police. What's he going to tell a reporter? And how can you say? I just, I wouldn't do it. Now, I would love to interview him. I would love to be at that. Uh, press scrum uh, in, crowded around the microphone in Indy at the Combine, getting a chance for 12 minutes or so to ask him how this happened and what his role in it was. 
and hear him try to defend himself. And obviously, if he's sending out all cap statements via social media, he d- believes he will be exonerated. I guess I would like to hear that from his voice. Sure. No doubt about it. But if I'm advising him, I would tell him, I, first of all, I wouldn't send him back to Indianapolis to get measured. They can they know exactly how much. Turn on the tape would be my advice to teams wondering about Jalen Carter. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I understand that. I, I do think that he needs to um, clear up some stuff with teams. And, and if he, you know, if I were the Bears, I'd love to have a conversation. Well, that's my next question would be, from a local standpoint, yeah. are the Bears on the list of teams that are set to interview Jalen Carter? Not a shed of a doubt. If they haven't talked to him already, then well, they – they haven't, have they? I, I don't, don't believe they have. We have. That's not been reported. He met with – we know the Carolina Panthers because the general manager said he didn't mention that. <laughs> that would be maybe my, my first question. Why wouldn't you mention that? How does how does that not come how up? How did that slip your mind? How, how did that not be a, a source of conversation if you're talking about what you did at Georgia, what kind of player you were, what kind of leader you might have been or teammate, and then inevitably Georgia's rocked by the tragedy that happened when they were celebrating the national championship. If that came up during the conversation and he didn't mention him, his – Oh, by the way, there might be something coming around the turn here. They might have an arrest warrant issued. Um, hey, uh, hey, Jalen, we were supposed to talk to you yesterday. Where were you? What happened? <laughs> that's what you would ask if you're Ryan Poles? No, I'm just saying that's an obvious question. It's an obvious question. Where were you? What I, happened? I, I suppose if you're going to invest as much as – you're bound to invest into a first round draft pick drafted that high. I would want to know, I would, I would want to hear him explain so much. Of course. The, the omission during the interview, yeah. the fabrication during the police uh, portion of that. Where did you go and why did you flee? Right. Were you drinking? He's not going to tell you that. Oh, then I'd make him not tell me that. That's the one thing you can't necessarily prove or disprove with because they didn't give him a blood alcohol test so he could deny drinking. But he, but you, what he can't explain is what his thought process was in leaving the scene. Yeah, that, that's a very good question. And then what compelled him to lie after leaving the scene? That's another and, good question. And why should we take a chance on somebody who responds to adversity in the way that you responded because those, to me, are red flags, and you sound like somebody whose immaturity isn't worth our investment. Convince me otherwise. Yeah, I, that's I mean. What, that's the way I'd approach it with him. And then I'd wait and see how he answered. I, I, don't, I don't know in the public forum if that's as, as valuable or instructional as it would be in a private setting. It'd be interesting to us. I don't know what he would have to gain from that. I really don't. Because the perception war hasn't begun yet. It's not a war. That's overstating it. The, 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 next, the next level of this story, as we talked about earlier, that is going to be difficult for them to manage is when the video is released, if it is indeed as damning as we suspect. Uh, Carter's agents announced that he would not be working out ahead of the warrant for his arrest, so... You can't expect that. Uh, per a league source, this is from uh, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. Per a league force, uh, those meetings with teams will include discussion of the Chargers, 
of the charges that Carter faces, and he will not decline to answer questions on advice of counsel. Uh, those conversations will join the ongoing legal process in helping determine how much they impact the standing of a player who had been pegged as a likely top five pick. So they're basically he plans on going there and answering questions, being honest so, and transparent. That's that's the the new philosophy. Okay. Then, if that is going to be the what he chooses to do and be as transparent as possible, it suggests that there's more to this that he has nothing to hide, and maybe the uh, allegations, maybe we need to hear his side of the story. He wants to tell it, so tell it. I mean, I doubt he's going to tell it to the media, but I think he will tell it to teams that want to hear it. And I think, David, that perhaps the worst of it is already out, that, yeah, I was, was, you know, racing, and I, you know, bolted the scene, and I came back, and I lied about it, and then I lied about it again. And now they got tape of it, so I can't lie anymore. So now I'm telling you the truth. That's that's as hard. That's hard to understand the value in him being public about that. And and, and I guess until there's more clarity in terms of his legal uh, outcome of this, I, I aren't aren't you surprised he's doing this? Yes. I mean that that to me because but you know what I I'm not one to judge. Uh, I, I mean seriously. If I were involved in something like that, right, I would like I would withdraw from society. I would try to hide. I would I I it it's weird to me that he has no problem just going back and yeah, you you know, you got me. I was lying. I I don't know. Maybe I, he wants to pro- project himself to as as a football player and this helps do that and, and maybe uh, it's it's very difficult to understand the motivation here. No. Because but he it, has to. I mean, if he really wants to get drafted, at the end of the day, he's got to come clean with everything, and he's got to, you know. I mean, maybe he maybe he has made an arrangement in Georgia. Maybe that's the extent of what the charge will be against him: a couple of misdemeanors, and oh, I'll handle that. Don't worry about it. If I have to, if I get sued privately, I'll take care of that. I don't know. Maybe teams have to hear. Well, maybe so. Happened really I fast. I have no idea. I, to me, it would be naive to think that this would be the end of the story because he posted bail and got released 16 minutes after getting booked and now he's back in Indy ready to uh you know do a cone drill for time I just it seems unrealistic that this is the end of this because of the possibility as we talked to Alan Judd from the Atlanta Journal Constitution at 745 raising the possibility that these these misdemeanor charges could escalate into felony charges. And then what? If you can't answer that question, I don't know what you're doing answering questions. Well, I, and I mean, I think if he's going to answer all the questions, then isn't the, I mean, isn't the question of whether or not he was drinking? I mean, the problem he has with that question, if he answers it correctly, is that I'm sure there were a ton of people that witnessed whether or not he was. I'm sure that there will be a lot of information forthcoming if anyone cares to look into it. Yeah. So you, what you don't want to do is go into a meeting with teams and lie to them after being caught lying publicly. But aren't you increasing the chances that happens if you go in there and you're alone in the room and you're playing darts with Ryan Poles and all of a sudden you're doing putt-putt and he asks you a question and you say something that isn't quite the truth? <laughs> And then it comes out later that, you know, you did lie. I, I don't know. It just, when you have somebody who is 
as erratic as this incident suggests, I just don't know. I, I'd be curious if I, yeah, if I'm a team, I, I'm lining up. I want to meet with them now. I, I want to know what he, how he handles this. Yeah, I'd be fascinated. Let's try Joe. Joe's in St. Charles. Hey, Joe. Hey, you know, I've got a sister who's a big football fan, and she lives real close to Atlanta. I talked to her this morning, and she told me that none of this stuff is a surprise to the people that live around there, that it's been heavily covered. And so I don't understand why it would be a surprise to the Bears or any other team in the league. Well, I think that it was – if it's not a surprise down there, I, I think the surprise might – if they weren't surprised, maybe they knew that there were other football players around or involved or affected by this tragedy. I don't know that it was common knowledge that Jalen Carter was going to be charged with something. That's what came out yesterday. He, they arrested him. They charged him with two misdemeanors, and it could escalate into felonies. I don't know that that was something that – people expected and if it was then then we're not the only ones that were duped they're executives of teams that are in a position to draft Jalen Carter that were just as duped you know we have a texter wants to know you know why is 670 now talking about Georgia we haven't talked about Georgia they're talking about drafting the guy this is potentially the player the Bears would take if they trade down in the draft that was the thinking going in he's considered one of two players that if if the Bears aren't drafting a quarterback, there are two players probably going in the top five that are not quarterbacks. So, of course, we're talking about him. And, by the way, he was at the Combine yesterday and arrest warrants were issued and he had to leave to go show up last night and now he's back. So, I mean, you know, I, li- I like watching the National Network News. I, I like yes. Lester Holt. Got a lot of respect that, for – It's all over it, the National News. It's a, it's a national news story. That's right. And, and that doesn't justify anything except for it reflects how widespread – It's a huge uh, story. Th- this has gone and, and just how dominant the NFL remains. Yes. They are number one on the sports cycle. They are, it's big enough to be part of the national news cycle – uh, even on an election day in Chicago this week, we talked about this because it was relevant to the Bears, and the Bears are in, in the midst of having the most significant offseason in franchise history between the stadium project, having the number one overall draft pick, and $100 million in cap space. Yeah, we don't need to apologize for making this a new story because it's there. <laughs> it's obvious. Jalen Carter matters in Chicago. What happens to him? affects the Bears because of we, – we came in there this morning. What do we say? Everything changes about their draft plan now. It's just it, – it, I got to tell you something. The, arguably the top prospect at the draft has been charged in relation to a, uh, a fatality. Can, how is that not a story? How is that not something you have to get to the bottom of? The fact that he's gone back just means he understands that this is going to have a big impact on – the possibility that he would be selected where he wants to be in the NFL draft. Yeah, I don't know if it makes him look more um, uh, responsible or guilty, if you will, or the other way. I think he probably wants it to look like business as usual. This is, you know, we're going to maintain normalcy yeah, because not. I did nothing to see here. Yeah, it's not business. That's as usual. that's naive no, to me. It is. 
Yeah, I, I would I would put him in. And a, again, I mean, you know, we talked to Alan Judd earlier in the program from the Atlanta Journal Constitution, and he said that normally in such cases, the preliminary misdemeanor charges can lead to a felony charge against the player. So, I mean, good God. <laughs> Six seven eight wants to know: Am I getting barked at, Molly, or other texters? No, that's you. Is that him? That's you. Yeah, I'm barking. Yeah. We're barking. barking. <laughs> Maybe it's another texture. <laughs> well, there's been a couple. I, yeah. These texters. Yeah, you never know. I don't think I'm barking. I'm just No, you're not, you're not a barker. Your bark is worse than your bite. Thank you. I'm nothing but a little faithful puppy dog of a man. Yeah, the, things are rough right now. And that was another dog reference. Ruff, ruff. Is there anything that Brandon doesn't have easy access to? If we say it and reference it, boom, there it is. What, what is it? I, I don't know. Man. It's pretty good. He's got a whole bunch of them. I call it an arsenal. Yeah, it feels that way. It does feel that it way. Boom, boom. feels like we're being targeted. Uh, all right, we've got, uh, I believe, Dan and Lawrence are going to join us next. Yep. We're going to get a chance to talk to them. We'll ask them. Uh, their take on uh, on what Ellen uh, Judd had to tell us and uh, what the legalities of this situation are and how it impacts the uh, the draft possibility of the player. It's Mully and Hall at Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 of the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.